It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just a warning before we begin. This episode includes racially offensive language. It's sing-along night. No different from 10,000 others going on up and down the country on a Friday or Saturday evening. In this Facebook video I'm watching, a chap is standing in a karaoke booth. To his right stands Dad, greying hair and expanding waist. Happens to us all. They sing one of the old songs from the 70s. But the voice you hear belting out the chorus is a man who seems to have other, much nastier pastimes. He's James Owens, aged 37, who lives in a village in the West Midlands. And my colleague, Dominic Kennedy, the investigations editor at the Times, believes that this is the man who runs one of the most racist YouTube accounts in the country. When I first had my attention drawn to this video, I was told that the young man singing was the Ayatollah, who runs a channel spouting Nazi ideology. But I had to prove it. You're listening to Stories of Our Times from the Times and the Sunday Times. I'm David Aronovich. This is the second of a two-part podcast on Britain's new far right. Today, part two, the Nazi YouTuber. My colleague, Dominic Kennedy, has been investigations editor at the Times for almost two decades. In recent years, worried about how society has become more polarised and angry, he's looked into all kinds of extremist activity. Yesterday, we learned about a new far-right group in Britain, Patriotic Alternative. And Dominic came across one particularly dangerous man aligned to this group. In this episode, Dominic tracks down the racist YouTuber. It's a story that began last year. Mark Collett, who's the Hitler-obsessed leader of Patriotic Alternative, which is a new far-right movement, he had a falling out with one of his comrades. So I contacted the comrade to see if I could get some information about it. 
What the comrade did instead was to put my details in a far-right telegram channel. It's a messaging app, and it's encrypted. So the guy didn't assist me and slagged me off. But on this telegram channel, where he had posted my email and phone number, (laughs) were some actual infiltrators who were observing the far right. They realised that I was onto Patriotic Alternative, saw my details and got in touch with me. Who were these people? They monitor the far right. They consist of academics and journalists. They're a group fairly new called Red Flare. They don't reveal exactly who they are. Oh, interesting. But that obviously gives you a problem, doesn't it? Because you'll want to check out who people are in some kind of way if they're going to give you information. Did you trust what they'd given you? With information, it's fine because I can check out whether it's true or not. But I also was interested in their insight and I wanted to quote their opinions. They did agree to meet in central London at an undisclosed location. There were two men who I met. They knew all about Patriotic Alternative. They're very concerned about it. And I spent about three hours with them one evening. So you met them and were interested, obviously, in what they had to say. But that didn't lead immediately to anything, did it? Well, I had been doing an investigation into Patriotic Alternative. They had helped me with that. I ran the article in the paper, and then I didn't really hear from them. Until February 2022. I'm walking down the street when they called me up out of the blue. And they say that they've worked out who the Ayatollah is. This extreme YouTuber that I remember hearing when I was researching Patriotic Alternative. They'd identified him as a man called James Owens, who lives in a village in the West Midlands. So they've given you a name and they've given you a location. Now, why do they think they know it's him? The first realisation they've got is that one of them has infiltrated Patriotic Alternative and gone on a walk with them. A walk? Patriotic Alternative, especially during lockdown, would go on organised walks. It's kind of wholesome, get away from the sort of skinhead, tattooed nationalism of, say, the English Defence League. So they'd go on a walk in a national park, unfurl a banner saying White Lives Matter and wait for that to get amplified in the press. It's all very Hitler Youth inspired. And the Ayatollah was on one of these walks. Who exactly infiltrated this walk? Yeah, it's one of the volunteers who works with Red Flare. We did manage to persuade this person to talk to us for this podcast, but only on condition that we changed his voice. I was undercover for a few months from when I was first interviewed to be vetted as a member of Patriotic Alternative. After that, I was given access to the local group's Telegram chats. His words, the infiltrator, are spoken by one of our producers. And what did he tell you? 
It's a mixture of the kind of small talk that you might find on a country sidewalk anyway, and then quite casual and virulent racism. So PA members would refer in a matter-of-fact way to um, conspiracy theories about what they believe the Jews are behind, as well as other conspiracy theories. Did this infiltrator specifically know the Ayatollah, the guy on the YouTubes, would be on the walk? No. Suddenly lots of these patriotic alternative supporters would say, that's Tola. I didn't know where in the country Tola lived, so it's a surprise to me, and my ears pricked up. They all call him Tola. And the infiltrator said that he was introduced. I introduced myself to him, and he introduced himself as Dylan. Who said that his Christian name was Dylan, which may not actually be his real name. But we think that even patriotic alternative think that he is called Dylan. So he even has a bit of a pseudonym for the people who think like him. That may well turn out to be the case. Now, what was he like, this Dylan stroke Ayatollah? He'd show off that he can do different accents. And he proceeded to demonstrate his put-on London accent and explain how he adjusted his mild West Midlands accent to disguise his identity and frustrate those who might want to uncover him. It's completely different from what this marcher, this walker, sounds like. That is how he disguises himself. So he's a kind of verbal chameleon in that sense, an oral comedian. And also... He was quite keen to be the centre of attention. He's quite a loud and gregarious character. Was the walk being monitored by anyone else? I'd be surprised if the authorities aren't monitoring and aware of the activities of Patriotic Alternative because they have to take seriously new organisations. David Blunkett, the former Home Secretary, explained this to me. They have to work out, are they just basically drum-beating and noisy and a nuisance and reinforcing internal prejudice, or are they something more threatening? But on that walk, that's the first time that they're introduced to the Ayatollah. Then there's another event, which is a summer camp, and they see the same man again. He's quite a distinctive-looking man. He's got this unusual, unique hairstyle. It's shaved at the sides, and at the top it's curly. It looks as though a bird or a small rodent has made a nest on the top of his head. (laughs) It's quite unmistakable. And on this occasion, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And in one of his live stream shows a few days later, the Ayatollah says, I was on the Patriotic Alternative Summer Camp and I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And I'm getting a load of photographs sent to me by Fash Sakar um, from, from, the, from the PA camping trip. He's just like me in a fucking Hawaiian shirt. But anyway, yeah. Um, oh, at least you've got style. Yeah, the Hawaiatola. Um, <laughs> so we know that man really is the Ayatollah. Okay. How do we know his name, given that he gets himself called Dylan, even by the people who support him? Red Flair say that they had an anonymous tip-off that the Ayatollah was James Owens, who lives in a village in the West Midlands. We know for certain that the Ayatollah 
is this man with the unusual hairstyle and the Hawaiian shirt, but we don't know if that is James Owens. And that he's a man who likes to show that he's good at mimicking accents. So, you've got a name, you go for finding more about him. Helpfully, I've managed to find a CV for James Owens. You can see that James Owens studied sports journalism at university between 2010 and 2013. And he'd done some work experience on local newspapers, which is totally normal for journalism students. I'm pointed to a live football stream from an old Liverpool podcast. It's not affiliated to Liverpool FC. It's a thing where fans watch games on TV and commentate over them. There's loads of these things. There really are. (laughs) And in one of them is a live stream of a game in which a man called James Owens is doing the main commentary. Now, I know that this is going to be one of the key clues as to whether Ayatollah is James Owen. So I deliberately don't listen to this. I spend weeks and weeks listening to the Ayatollah for hours on end, trying to get my ears familiar to the Ayatollah's voice so that even if, as I know is meant to be the case, the Ayatollah is putting on a bogus South England accent on his podcasts, but has a different accent on the football podcast if he is James Owens. I hope that I'm going to be able to recognise him. So you listen to the football podcast after all that? Well, Liverpool on the front foot immediately from the kickoff. No and what do you think then? It's not the same guy. I do not recognise that voice. Clever ball inside for Mariapu, who's getting forward well, but a fine challenge from Stephen Jones. I can hear that the football podcaster has what sounds to me like a North West England accent, you might just about say that some of the intonation is similar, but that might be just confirmation bias. I can't say that the James Owens on this football stream is the Ayatollah from listening to the voice. And we're really going to have to start all over again trying to work out who is the Ayatollah? That's my fear. You can't get something like this wrong, can you? We're going to say that an individual is a Nazi sympathiser, one of the most prominent racists in Britain. There is absolutely no room for doubt. We've got to be certain that we've got the right person. I had done some stories in the past about fraud and I know that banks have got really great technology now where they can tell through voice recognition that somebody who's making a phone call to the bank is actually a fraudster. So I asked if I could use this kind of technology and there was a a voice recognition software company in the Czech Republic. They very kindly let us use their technology. I used a clip of the Ayatollah doing one of his ranting YouTube podcasts as my baseline. Because, you know, the blacks, you know, there is there is a there is a uh, a very high instance among these people of of predatory behaviour, often just violence for its own sake. Then I played the sound of James Owens, the football commentator. Stephen Gerrard's delivery in towards the far post. Good contact. It's into the back of the net. Liverpool take the lead. Joe Allen with the header. 
And? It was an immediate match. It's the same voice. Right. You've got a name, you've got a location, you have a CV and a part of his past. Now, I'm guessing that the next thing that you have to do is go to see him. We've got this voice recognition technology, but then I became a bit troubled and started to wobble because he referred to a news item on his show, which was about a particular town in the West Midlands. And I know he went to school in this town, or at least I know James Owens went to school in this town. And the Ayatollah is making out, he doesn't know anything about this town, he's got to look it up on the internet, he says, oh look, this number of people live in this town, it must be like this and that. And could he be that audacious that he would pretend he didn't know the town that he went to school in? So what did you do? I scoured online for social media posts and eventually I found that the father of James Owens had some photos of a man who resembled the Ayatollah. Then there were other family photos which showed a man resembling the Ayatollah at Christmas gatherings. At that point, I'm thinking, this really has to be James Owens. Coming up, Dominic heads to a village in Middle England. Hello. Hi. Is James Owenson, please? But first... I'm Katie Prescott, the Times' technology business editor, and my job is to get under the skin of the technology, telecoms and media industries for the paper and bring the views of their top executives to readers. I can only do this thanks to the subscribers of The Times and Sunday Times. Subscribe today by visiting thetimes.co.uk forward slash stories of our times. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So Dominic is now pretty sure that he knows that the 37-year-old man he's had the tip-off about, James Owens, is the man behind the Nazi-supporting YouTube channel. So Dom's next stop is a house in a village in the West Midlands to see if Owens is at home. I drove up with one of the producers on this show. Yeah, so we go down this road. And we arrived early to try and find the exact property. Tell us about the place where you went to, what it's like. You couldn't really imagine somewhere that is more the heart of England, Middle England. It's a village. It's very quiet. Yeah. Well, we're going up a little hill and it's the kind of bungalows and the odd larger house that have clearly been built well certainly since the 1970s I'd have said the only people out and about are some uh, women going to buy some groceries and some children who are on the roads because it's the school holidays so you get to the village and you find the right house, what does that look like? we can't see the house It's down the end of a driveway. And one of the best clues that we're going to have is that we know a particular car registration that we know the ITOL has been spotted in at Patriotic Alternative Events. If that car was parked outside the house, we would know that James Owens was the ITOL. And then what happened? It's just here on the right, isn't it? Yep. It's the next one here? Yep. We go down the driveway, turn the corner to see the house, and there is the car with the correct number plate. Familiar car? And at that moment, I know that James Owens is the Ayatollah. I knocked on the door and his father answered. Hello. Hi. Is James Owens in, please? Who's, who is it? It's The Times. The Times? Yes. What is it about? It's about his podcast. Did, why didn't you call and make an appointment to see him? We can make an appointment to see him. Um, he's not here at the moment. Yeah. So Do you know much about the podcast? Not a lot, no. Do you listen to it at all? No. Yeah, and one of our main interests is how he's managed to stay on YouTube. Because a lot of his friends and people like that, they have disappeared from YouTube, been removed for 
Okay. Hate speech, that sort of thing. Well, um... It was a brief conversation. He asked about me making a an appointment. I said that was fine. Gave him my card. Do you know when he might be in? What sort of time? Um, not sure. Yeah. But is he, is he back this evening? Uh, yeah, probably. Be late on. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, if you explain, he, he must be expecting us, really. I know that we haven't made an appointment. Okay. But he must know that um, at some point somebody was going to come and ask him about his YouTube podcast and okay. the racism on there. And I'm sure that he'll, he's got a lot to say for himself, so he might as well say it to us. Okay. So writing an article. All right. Thank I you shall, so much. I shall call you. Thank right you so down, much, Mr. Jones. Jones. Okay, thank you. Good evening. So we went back to our hotel, and overnight I received an email. This was from the Ayatollah's account, talking about me going to visit the family home. So now, James Owens has identified himself as the Ayatollah. So, let's now talk about what we know about James Owens beyond the fact that he is lives in this West Midland village. We know his dad is, and we know he was a journalist, and we know he did a podcast about a Liverpool match. What extra do we know? James Owens was educated in state school, and he's a typical millennial man in many ways. His favourite shows are The Inbetweeners, The Office, Alan Partridge. He likes old pop music. He's a really talented singer. He is very fond of his sport. He likes watching boxing and other kind of combat sports. There's another thing that's interesting about him. Remember that he did a campaign against the mixing of the races in relationships. He did a vicious campaign condemning people who were involved in these type of relationships by mocking Christmas advertisements which had mixed-race families in them and urging his supporters to post bile about mixed-race relationships under the message boards of these adverts when they were put onto YouTube. But in his own life, the girlfriend of James Owens has an Indian parent. Now, I think good for them... It's it's good that the Ayatollah and this woman have found each other and they've fallen in love. But he gave the most ridiculous justification for his relationship. He said, well, the Nazis had foreign legions. So maybe that explains and justifies what I'm doing. Was he always like this? If you look at his earliest, the earliest things he did, say as a sports journalist, is there any sign of that kind of far-right ideology or was he a different person back then? It's absolutely the opposite of who he is now. There are a number of pieces that he has written online when he was a budding sports journalist. One of them was in 2011 when he said it was completely right that a particular football manager had lost his career as a football commentator because he had used what I think James Owens called just about the worst racist slur of them all about a black player. 
In 2013, James Owens wrote two articles about British Asian footballers. They were really interesting. They were positive. They weren't patronising. They were just telling great stories about British Asian footballers. So what happened, do you think? He has described the process of changing his mind. In the 2016 era, the Donald Trump victory in America, and he starts watching on YouTube people from the alt-right, as it was called, which is, we'd probably just call it the far right in Britain. And that changes his mind. And so that by the end of sort of 2016, he's decided that he is an ethnic nationalist. And by 2017, he says that he now understands what he calls the Jewish problem. So he's now had a pretty quick conversion to a far-right ideology. In 2019, he goes along to an event with Mark Collett, and now he's hooked into the Patriotic Alternative group. So there's a man who's lived in his mid-30s living at home with a computer. Are you saying, essentially, at some point or other, he's gone down the famous rabbit hole? Or as they would call it on the far right, he's been red-pilled, which is their reference to the Matrix movie, in which uh, when you take the red pill, you suddenly realise what is really happening around you. He kind of quite objects to the idea that he converts people. He says that he just red-pills them. In other words, he's enlightening them as to what the world is really like and how it's organised. Now, what does he say to you to make his side of the story, if such a thing is conceivable? I had an email correspondence with James Owens. This is what James Owens said. I reject the concept of racism outright and I view it with nothing but contempt. The concept of racism is simply an anti-white libel and a weapon of mass psychological abuse devised and wielded to keep white people from thinking and acting in our own interests while our sovereignty and our homelands are taken from us. I refuse to be gaslit and victimised in this way as all people should. Now look, at one level, you could say this guy and these people, they're a tiny minority, they're a joke, they're ridiculous, they're absurd, they just sit in their bedrooms and then go on stupid walks. You don't take that view, do you? You think that actually we should be rather worried? Well, I think we should be alert and alive to what's going on. And one thing that I keep getting asked is, will this group's ideology lead to somebody committing an atrocity, like they're going to pick up a firearm and open fire in a crowded place or plant a bomb somewhere. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it, and you should turn that on its head and say, what if this group and its ideology doesn't lead anybody to commit an atrocity? Is that all right? Is it okay to have a growing neo-Nazi movement in Britain as long as nobody dies? Should we 
wait until some deranged individual decides to commit an atrocity before we open our eyes to what's happening. Now, one objection to what we actually just have been doing here, Dom, is that actually in some way we're giving airtime to these people. Yeah, we're not giving them anything. We are looking at the far right in Britain and we're going to chronicle how that happens and we will do that in our own way. He is not enjoying this coverage. He's not pleased that we're giving him attention. Since I contacted him, he has removed all of his telegram history from the past two years, apart from the previous week. He has taken down or made private all of his 700 hours of YouTube videos, apart from the ones that were put out last week. So now the only material that the general public can currently access by Itala is that which he has put out when he was on notice that he was about to be exposed. And right now, as we speak, YouTube have said that they will review certain videos that we flagged to them to see if they breach their community guidelines. And they emphasise that hate speech is not allowed on YouTube. But now, thanks to you, he knows we're all on to him. I did point out that there is a law against stirring racial hatred in this country. He said he was not aware that he'd broken any laws. Looking back on this uh, story, Dominic, what do you feel about it? What I'm really haunted by is those reports that James Owens did as recently as 2013 about two British Asian footballers. And now, nine years later, he is ranting about Hitler and all races in Britain apart from white Gentiles. He's effectively a recruiter to Britain's new far-right movement. And how has that transformation taken place? And I blame Patriotic Alternative, which encourages this anti-Semitic worldview, and YouTube, which knows very well that there is a subculture of far-right fascists who are using that platform to recruit and organise. He should be just a 37-year-old guy doing what he likes, which is staying in his pyjamas most of the day, ordering a pizza, living in his dad's house in a small village in Middle England. But actually, he's been turned into a closet Nazi. We know that there are other people who will have gone along the same journey. But how many and where are they? Last week, James Owens emailed Dominic to say his YouTube channel had been removed. A few hours later, YouTube wrote to Dominic and said, I wanted to let you know that the flag channel has been terminated in accordance with our hate speech policies. You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times with me, David Aronovich, and my guest, Dominic Kennedy, the investigations editor at The Times. You can read more of Dominic's work, including his investigation into the Nazi YouTuber, at thetimes.co.uk or in print. 
The producers were Will Rowe and Edward Drummond. The executive producer is Kate Ford and sound design was by David Crackles. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star review. It helps others find the show. See you again soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.